to Kelly's Green Lounge Radio. We are a cannabis-friendly establishment. Kelly's Green Lounge Radio podcast number 14, the one with the Mary Jane. (laughs) I love that. Mary Jane's such a big word in our industry, isn't it? Mary Jane, there's so many songs written about it. People refer to cannabis as Mary Jane. Whenever we hear the name Mary Jane, we think of weed. And uh, that also describes our guest that we have for podcast number 14. When I first met Mary Jane, I was at a cannabis conference in Toronto with my publicist, Tracy Lamore. Tracy was spotted by cannabis model Mary Jane, and all of a sudden this beautiful woman was there, and she had this assistant man in uh, a suit, and she she had this bright red hair and this red dress, and Tracy introduced us and it was like, wow, this woman is really beautiful. And I had not been to very many cannabis conferences before, so I didn't know if this was a normal occurrence that you just ended up meeting people that look like Mary Jane (laughs) who are part of the cannabis industry. Um, And so then I went on to uh, get to know her a little bit better and we've since become really good friends. And um, she's very important to me. And she's very important to our industry as well. She's been one of the people that was fighting the battle for legalization before it was legal. She's one of the people that was uh, fighting for medical rights for patients. She has been consuming cannabis for a long time. It is her mission to be able to share that with people and to help people be able to understand it, uh, to erase the stigma. And she does a wonderful job of that. Anytime I need something, uh, like a volunteer, right away, right away, any help you need, Kelly, any help. Um, We've got a car wash where she's coming up that's going to be a fundraiser and she's like you know what if you need me to come in and put on some cutoff shorts I will just help you I'm like yeah (laughs) we're just having a car wash today then Mary Jane if you're going to do that Uh, she's lovely and she's delightful and she's so well spoken and compassionate and she's an artist as well so not only if I just listed all these and all these incredible things that she does but she is an artist and so she's going to start doing some art projects with Kelly's Green Lounge meaning that members can come in and do like you know how they have the paint nights where you sit at a bar and you paint or paint and drink or whatever well there she's going to do something um, where it's like toking and painting um, for Kelly's Green Lounge. So you're going to be able to come and meet her and do some art, some live art projects with Mary Jane uh, actually in the coming weeks. So that's wonderful news. Other wonderful news includes the fact that I've got another 30 minutes of this podcast here of Mary Jane interview. Uh, so I will stop talking so that we can get to it. Here it is, our interview with cannabis model Mary Jane Baker. I'm here today with cannabis model Mary Jane Baker. She came all the way to Orono to join us in Kelly's Green Lounge to do this podcast with us, for us. Thank you for joining us today, Mary Jane. Well, thank you very much for having me, Kelly. I always love visiting Kelly's Green Lounge. I'm so happy. I met you, oh, our anniversary just passed. It did. It actually did. Facebook is always very good at reminding us of our memories. Um, We met when we were at, was it Lyft? It was Lyft. It was Lyft, right? So you were there, and I was with 
my publicist, Tracy Lamore, and you were there with Timmy, yep. and um, you were handing out bath bombs with necklaces in them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, who is this beautiful woman? You had bright red hair and a red dress, and yep, Tracy um, introduced us, and we've been friends ever since. Yes. So you came to our grand opening. I did. Yeah, I came. did. It was such a surprise to see you here. I thought maybe you would come, and then you were there, and it was like, oh my goodness, it was such a an honor to have you here as part of our, our big day. And then you turned an apple into a bong. I did. That was my very first time ever wow. doing that. I just, how could you pass up such an opportunity when that gentleman brought by these lovely <laughs> apples, know. right? That only happens in these kind of little weird quaint towns. So uh, it just happened that we had our, our big ceremony that day, our opening, and there was a farmer coming by with a bushel of apples that he had just picked off his tree. And he filled up a bowl and (laughs) they were the most delicious fresh apples and you made one into a bong which is so cool I wish we had saved it somehow we have the picture we have a rotten pipe is what we'd have (laughs) we would right but they say if uh if life gives you lemons make lemonade yeah so if life gives you apples Make an apple pipe. Make an apple pipe. Perfect. <laughs> Have you ever made any uh, anything else out of any any bongs or pipes out of anything else strange? Um, when I went to Niagara Falls many, many years ago, uh, at the there's a Coca-Cola store where you can buy everything Coca-Cola. And they had this slushy water bottle thing, and I thought that would make a really, really cool hookah. Yeah. So I actually, I have one at home that's made with, uh, yeah, with the Coca-Cola water bottle and the hookah part. That's amazing. And you kept it. I did keep it. That's amazing. You will have to get that out of its retirement and bring it here someday. Oh, it's on the shelf, for sure. I have uh, a bunch of, it's funny, because I don't use a lot of, um, accessories when it comes to cannabis I'm strictly a paper and filter type of joint roller yeah and um, I've got some really some some bongs that are special to me like I have signed uh, units by the trailer park boys Um, yeah I have yeah, they just sit on the shelf. So I would definitely, I would definitely cool. love to bring that we'll in. We'll have to have a special day for it. Sure. So you are, you mentioned you are a cannabis user. You roll your doobies. That's your preferred method of consumption. I do, yeah. And um, so what do you use cannabis for? Why did you start with cannabis? Oh my, okay. So if we go all the way back, let's yes, please. throw it way back. Way back. Back to high school. Okay. Um, so it was the second semester of grade nine. And actually, no, I, I struggled all the way through grade nine. It was at the end of grade nine, um, summer came, I started hanging out with some different people. Sure. And uh, I was already drinking at this point. And so I was like, well, what's, what's a joint gonna hurt, right? Yeah. So I started using it recreationally, not realizing that in grade 10, I ended up getting much better grades. In grade 11, I ended up not taking the basic courses, but the advanced courses. Um, By grade 12, I ended up going through a couple issues with um, pharmaceuticals, with my doctor trying to put me on um, pharmaceuticals for depression. Okay. Um, And I don't know if it was the pharmaceuticals or the combination of the pharma and the cannabis together or what was going on, but I mean... I think when we're teenagers, we think we all have it figured out. Of course. We don't. We don't. We absolutely don't. So I ended up dropping out of school, having a kid, um, and then going, 
you know, what did I do? Yeah. I got to go back to school. Sure. Um, so I ended up going back to school. This whole time, um, I've been on and off using cannabis, just recreationally, not quite understanding the benefits right. of what was happening to me while I was consuming it. The because y you you would struggle with financially sure. to purchase the cannabis. Yeah. So when you I wasn't using it, it um, it was. You know, I was moody. I was uh, on edge all the time. Um, I didn't want to see anybody, go anywhere, do anything. Right. Uh, and then finally, I think it was, I can't even remember. It was, it's funny. I don't remember years or ages. I remember moments. And I remember it was when my children's father and my relationship had dissolved that I'd gone to the doctors. Now, this was a 10-year relationship. Yeah. And, um... I mean, anybody would be sad yeah. after 10 years yes. of being with somebody and not being with them anymore. Certainly. Right? And when I went to the doctors and explained to them, you know, I'm having trouble sleeping, um, I can't eat, and I find cannabis helps, uh, she said, well, that's because you're depressed and you're self-medicating with cannabis. And um, because cannabis, in well, it's not legal, It at that time it was still just like... It was legally, like, legal for medical, but right. only for, like, cancer and leukemia and, like, specific, you right. know, glaucoma, certain things. Yes. Um, so he was like, um, or sorry, she was like, uh, what you need to do is try these because this is covered by your Ontario disability. Wow. So, so let me pause you for a yeah. second. The doctor has now, you've said that you're using a plant-based medicine to mm -hmm. help you. The doctor said, no, stop using that. Here's some pills because it's covered yeah. by HOHIP. Well, they or, didn't like they didn't say don't use cannabis. They said I understand why you're using it and and that you are using it medically. And I wasn't even aware I was using it medically. Um, okay. but but he said or so what happened was it's, it's I keep going he she cuz the first it was a female doctor which wasn't even my family doctor says you're depressed. Here take these pills. Right. And I went home feeling like what do you mean I'm depressed? I need pills. So I didn't take them, and then I went back to see my family doctor. And yes. he was the one that said, well, no, you should try them because they're covered. And it's going to be more money in your pocket Jeez. because I was already depressed about the fact that I can't purchase my cannabis. Yeah. Um, and and it, was, it was just really frustrating. And I ended up going to see a different doctor um, after this doctor had told me all that and refused to sign... There was a Victoria Cannabis Club or something. It yep. wasn't even legal, really. Right. But if you got a doctor to sign saying that you were using it medically, that they would mail it out to you if you purchased online. Wow. Um, this so was a long time ago. This is this is going back a very long wow. time. And um, it, I tried doing it that way. I never received my shipment. Oh, it was coming from BC, you know yeah. what I mean? It of was course. Like, There's I just, no way to track it really. They're not really, yes, exactly. of course. So, so I was like, you know, being a single mother now, um, trying to make ends meet, I decided that I would absolutely listen to the doctor because, I mean, he has a PhD. And of why course. not why not try the, um, the prescription, uh, which was 10 milligrams of Ciprolex, which turned into 20 milligrams of Ciprolex 
which turned into 30 milligrams of Ciprolax oh, because it, it just wasn't doing what the cannabis was doing. Of course. Um, and then they added trazodone on top and some lorazepam for added pick-me-ups. What, these are uh, antidepressant pills? Um, okay. The lorazepam is like an, an instant anti-anxiety. So okay. like, so it, say for example, I like to describe it as like heartburn. Yep. Um, so your antidepressant, you would take, that would be your tablet you take every day that helps keep your um, your acid levels down. So okay. it helps keep your mood down All right. at, at like a comfortable, consistent level. Um, sometimes with acid reflux or that, you might eat something acidic and you need some Tums on top. Okay. So that's what lorazepam also goes by Ativan though that's what that's supposed to do it's supposed to be an immediate just bring you back down to where your comfortable mood level is like we just would like do with a joint, joint. exactly <laughs> just what like you're saying to me joint. describes like when you're having that extra hard day and you need a bigger puff or something like that exactly wow exactly so that's what it qualifies for these these big words these that you're pills, using yeah. are like here take these pills instead of going outside and smoke mm -hmm. or your bong or whatever yeah. okay yep. okay and i'm then, understanding i'm and following then trazodone was for sleep because okay. i'm not consuming my nighttime indica right anymore so i'm not able to sleep keep your body rested um so what happened was i ended up on this cycle of of prescriptions and because i was going through a breakup what is like most people after a breakup what do they do they go a little crazy of course they go to the bar they of have course. a little fun they sure. meet some people well i because the prescriptions were still fairly new didn't remember that I took an Ativan earlier that day and then decided I was going to go drinking later that oh, night. Oh, dear. Yeah. And they tell you not to mix those particular things? Okay. And, okay. And, like, I'm not, I'm not foolish. Like, I, I should have known better. Sure. Um, but this was also a while ago, like, when you were a little this, bit younger, right? Th you know, depressed. Um, pharmaceuticals, alcohol. I ended up on the bathroom floor um, with... My ex-boyfriend now, but he was, he was my, I don't even know how he stayed, honestly. Like, I was, it was the first night we hung out, and I, I totally, tr I looked trash. Yeah. I was, I was feeling, he's like, I knew you were messed up when you were eyes open, feeling for the toilet. Like, I could not see the toilet. Oh, my goodness. And the next day, when I actually could focus my brain on anything, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I cannot... Like, I know that it was the alcohol mixed with the pharmaceuticals, yep. but I could never put myself in that position. I, I like, I don't drink anymore. Yep. I take Advil if yep. needed. Yep. Um, Tylenol if I have a fever, but I, I take, for my acid reflux, I actually take baking soda. Yep. Mixed with water. Yep. For everything else, I consume cannabis. Wonderful. Mainly, like I said, smoking. Yep. Um, but I do enjoy uh, when I get, because I have really bad sciatica. I like the bath salts. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. And edibles at all? Do you edibles or so tinctures or? I, I dabble a little bit yeah. in edibles. I like to bake because I like to know what's going into my edibles. Yes. And this is this has been the same way with cookies and everything over the years. I don't like to buy store bought. I'd rather make it myself. Yes. But I haven't quite figured out the concentrations and how to dose right. Right. So. Um, like we were talking before uh, we went on air, I accidentally grabbed the wrong oil last night and made infused potatoes. But call them the right thing. Okay, so we, I made pot-atoes. <laughs> okay, I made potatoes. I love it. So um, they were delicious, and um, I didn't eat that many of them, but I definitely did feel a little 
body buzz from it. And um, the issue that I have with eating it is because I suffer from IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, yeah. uh, it affects my stomach differently. Yeah. So, yeah, so would. I'm like I said, I'm still trying to find yeah the, tolerance. the right edible that would suit you if you were to do edibles if that yes. was your thing. But yes. you are fine with smoking it, and that's uh, your thing. So definitely. why switch it up when you're happy, right, or you're content? So you've been working in the cannabis community for a while. You've um, tell us a little bit about your experience within the cannabis community. I know it's been in media. I know you've been modeling. Okay, so um, I basically found. I want. I, I can't say that I found the cannabis community. They found me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was actually going through the McDonald's drive-through one day and looked across the street and said, "Puff, puff, pass." Huh. That seems like an interesting store. <laughs> and that was the beginning. I went in, I applied for a job, I got it. I met Al Graham, uh, who was coming in dropping off uh, information about cannabis, yeah. which started my research, which was about the time that I had sworn off um, all pharmaceuticals and decided to really delve deeper into what cannabis can do, how to consume it, how to like how to turn it into butter, yeah. turn it into lotions. Yeah. Um, and I mean, working in a bong store, sorry, a glass store, yep. um, you have a lot of time on your hands in between customers sure. and you can only dust the glass <laughs> so many times before, you know, yeah. so like I would, I would research and I had found a doctor, of course they were charging at this of time, yeah. um, that was, that was actually, no, I found one that was free. It was, uh, through a uh, body systems. Oh, no. I think I've heard of that. Body Stream, maybe? That's it. Body Stream. Body Systems yeah. is the workout plan. Yeah. <laughs> I go there, too. Um, but Body Stream, and it was OHIP covered. Oh, good. And it was access, not to grow, but to purchase through a an LP. Yeah. That was my, like, first step into the medical um, cannabis, in like, industry, market, whatever. Um, and after trying... I'm not going to name LPs because, I mean, like, some of them aren't even around yeah. anymore. Yeah. Uh, but there was, like, five or six of them that I had gone through. I had um, tainted cannabis. I had cannabis sent to wrong locations, addresses. I had, like, count counts were off, and they told me that they're allowed to be off by a certain percentage. Very and, small like, percentage. I was, it was... It was so frustrating that I was like, I need to grow my own. I yeah. need to control my own. Especially yeah. when I got the letter saying, oh, we might have given you cannabis that was, um, like, recalled and, oh, like, had no. myclobutanol in it. Oh, because yeah. we need to be putting that in our bodies. So, Excellent. So I was like, I need to definitely grow my own. And then that's what, when I, like I said, I found a doctor who was charging. Um, and that, at that moment, I was like, okay. I had to borrow the money to pay for the license, then borrow the money to buy all the grow equipment, oh, to grow the cannabis, and then, like, and then what? Your yeah. license expires in a year. Yeah. And at this, at this point, you still, it was a year from the time you applied, not the year from the time you were approved. Oh, so, so it could if, have even taken longer for the approval, yes. and then your less time. Okay. There were some people that were getting their approval and had to renew in three months. Oh. They said it was up in three months. Wow, what a mess. And they expected them to destroy their cannabis if they didn't get the... No! Yeah. Don't you it, hurt those plants! Put it in some kitty litter and throw it in the trash <gasps> is what they told you to do with your cannabis if your license expired blasphemy! before you got a new one. That is the biggest blasphemy I've ever heard. So after realizing just how messed up 
Yes. All of this was yeah. over a plant. A plant. Yeah. Like something that, if you really think about it, could be used as a vegetable. Yeah, it can. It, it is. It can be used yeah. as concrete or yeah. hempcrete. Yes. It can be used for paper. And, like, the list is is endless. I don't understand. So I was like, the, the, the activist inside me just went, that's not right. And I, at the same time, like I said, I just got over a 10-year relationship. I was young when I got into that relationship. I didn't have the time to even find out who I was. Right. So I was like, that's it. I'm tired of being this shy introvert that never, like, you wouldn't have seen me. I, I went to all of those events for years and nobody's seen me. I even changed my name. You were like a wallflower. I, I literally, I hid in the corner. I, I went by a different name. My hair was different. I looked, wow. I like some people say I looked the same, but deep down, I know I just, I, it was like flipping a switch. It's not multiple personal personality. Disorder. No, but you know, you know I the just, difference. You I, see that I in do. yourself. It's, I've just decided, see, there was a few people within the cannabis industry that, um, that really stood out to me that, you know, I may not feel the same about them as a person now as I did before, sure. but for what they did for the cannabis community, yeah, I just, I'm like, we need to make change. And right. if, if not for people like that, change will not come. Right. right. You know, you may not like that person. You may, you know, you may be sitting up there and you may not like me and I'm cool with that. It took me a long time to be cool with that, yeah. but I need to do what I need to do to make sure that people know how amazing this plant really is yes. and that it's not as negative Very good. as what everybody makes it out to be. Yep. That you know, stigma. like even, even like old ladies in restaurants are now talking about buying some and how, you know, they're making candies now yeah. and they're like, what? Yeah. Like they're so cute. No, I this know. is, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you were very inspired. You were very inspired in the fact that you had had such a struggle to be able to obtain your cannabis. Mm -hmm. And you thought to yourself, we need to fix this. Yes. Because other people would not be as, um, you know, with such perseverance as you. And may not, may have gone, okay, it's too hard. I'm just mm -hmm. going to give up. And, and you know what? A lot of people have, sadly. A lot of people have. Because it is too hard. Or... Uh, for an LP like can't trust, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And they, um, they, they're no longer. So, oh, I can't get it from there anymore. I'm just gonna give up. Yeah. So consistency and making it easier for people. Luckily, a lot of um, places allow OHIP to cover these prescriptions now. So yes. it's easier to obtain, yep. and it's easier to obtain. And there's even some insurance companies that cover like drug plans. Yes. Yes. That, that was a huge thing. Um, back when I was going through all of that because the doctor was saying well it's covered and I called because um, I'm on disability and I called them and they're like well there's no drug identification number right so we can't actually issue yep. any sort of like thing yep so it's nice to see that from the journey that even just when I started I know it was even harder for people prior to like me. Al Graham Right? right, like the people with the original, the original documents yes. that, that you know, they, man, right, the OGs, that they, I, whenever I talk about them, I feel like I feel like they fought in the trenches. Oh, that's man. how I feel it. Like they're trench fighters, yeah. and they're the ones who, who like for the last fifteen or twenty years, I'm getting goosebumps talking about them <laughs> because 
look what they did. It's so true. Right? And like then when we're talking about even now with things that are happening all over the world and protests and people using their voices and, and noise and people are, oh, we don't need to be doing that. But that's how you make change mm -hmm. is by collectively gathering your voice. And so when you've been talking about your voice was there, Mary Jane, yeah. you were part of that change. You were. You, you fought your way through it and you used your voice. You were on the media. Mm -hmm. You used your beauty uh, because you were a cannabis model in a lot of places and you were a sunshine girl with cannabis all over you, right? Yeah, yeah. that that was um, that was kind of like my, I, I want to say my first highlight, but I think that would probably be the interview with Cheech and Chong. That, that was I my, think we need to hear about that just a little bit. <laughs> that was um, like the first highlight of my career. Being able to pose in the sunshine girl kind of just happened um, because a friend of mine, was was going and she's like well just come with me yeah and they were like well you should shoot too so um it worked out but nice. i was i was super happy to be able to be the 420 girl um wearing shatterizer gear right shatterizer yes and um oh i just want to give a throw out a shout out to shatterizer i just seen you guys have your stuff also available at the ocs that's Yay! awesome that's it's great. so big for them right i know i know i know, I know. Um, so, and then, uh, on the actual legalization day, October 17th, I was wearing the cannabis tights mm -hmm. and the, uh, Canadian life cannabis shirt, yeah. which actually, uh, you can still get the tights here. I, I think so. Yeah. I Kelly, think so. Kelly has some tights possibly <laughs> available here. So yeah. Thank you for that. Thank yeah, you no for problem. That. Um, yeah. So you, you were interviewing Cheech and Chong. We're getting to that point. Yes. And I yes. love hearing it. Tell it, tell it, tell us. Um, okay, so Cheech and Chong decided to come to uh, Casino Rama, mm -hmm. and they did their show, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to go backstage and meet them, and it was a long line of people, and they are so gracious. Yeah. They stood, mm -hmm. or they, they shook hands with every single one of them. Um, it was about 2.30 in the morning yeah. by the time we actually sat down to do oh. the interview. Um Actually, I knelt in front of them, which I love Tommy cracked a joke about because we were showing him the Shatterizer <laughs> and um, trying to teach him how to use it. And uh, I was telling him, you just like hold the button and then suck on it. <laughs> and you were on your knees in front of him? I was. Mary Jane! <laughs> I'll post the photo. Okay, I was, in, I was in front of the both of them. And there was a table in between us. But, but, <laughs> but he asked me, he's like, do you suck or blow? <laughs> and I mean, I just couldn't resist because I'm a natural like joker. And I, I said, well, first you suck and then you blow. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> like even, even my, like he thought he was being smart. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think he was expecting that right back You shocked him. him. Yeah. I'm so glad. It was fun. That's but, fun. uh. I've, I've met a few celebrities, um, some, you know, bigger celebrities, some actually down in L.A., wow. uh, but I've never really been starstruck yeah. by anybody except for Shelby Chong. Shelby Chong? Who is Shelby Chong? That is um Oh, Tom's that's his beautiful wife. wife? Why is she so beautiful? My God. I, like... Okay, She's so be older too, right? So the, and to still look like that. So what I had brought um, when I had gone, I did gift baskets. I made a shirt, a uh, four twenty radio shirt for Cheech, four twenty radio for shirt for Chong, and I did like shatterizers in each one. And um, 
for Shelby, because it was her birthday, actually, the day before, oh. um, a friend of mine owns a hair straightening company. Yeah. So I brought along some hair straighteners. Yeah. And I was, I was on my knees. It was so funny. I was on my knees, and she walks in the room, and I was, like, talking to Tommy and, and um, Cheech, and when she walked in, I turned and I looked, and I literally, I, I could not speak. I was on my knees and I was like this angel in her like silver sequence dress and I was like how do you still look so amazing after all these years tell me your secret yes tell us all the secrets please because she's so beautiful oh man yeah no totally starstruck but only only with her it was so weird so neat I know well I saw them perform last year and um he Tommy dances with her on stage salsa dances like they are 25 years old and then he turns around and goes it's cannabis because it is right like this is why they are he's what I think he's 82 now I think he just had his 82nd Uh, or 80th birthday something like that where when you think of people in their 80s, you're not looking at them the way that you're looking at Tommy Chong, who is dancing salsa with his gorgeous wife. I like, know. there's no issue at all. No, he's so Cannabis. active. Like, he's had cancer and fought it numerous times. Yeah. Um, he was on, just recently, The Masked Singer a couple seasons yeah. ago. Like, yeah, was, was like, he a singer? Oh Did yeah. he sing? Yeah, can he sing? Oh, my God, yeah. 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 I'm going to have to check that out. That's so cool. And we're lucky that we still have them as uh, the, the big faces of the cannabis community because they're such jovial, loving people. That's, and it's so nice that they are they, they are the face. You know, it's so interesting because I've had discussions about Cheech and Chong with numerous people because, like, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, because I know their characters. Yeah. But some people actually don't like Cheech and Chong oh. within the cannabis community oh. because they feel that they've sort of given us this negative image. The stoner image? Yeah. Oh, well, those people that are judging Cheech and Chong should really put the judgments back on themselves. We should never judge people for being positive in this world. You know, they're funny. They are. Um, I personally, I love breaking stigma. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I worked at Puff Puff Pass, yeah. my favorite was when a customer would come in and take one look at me and look at the store and go... I didn't expect to see you working here. <laughs> and my response was, I'm sorry. I'm like, what were you, you expecting? Expect? Like, um, I'm sorry, but can I help you? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and, and this is why, like, I know I think I mentioned this to you before. Like, my journey into the cannabis community was super awesome. I love so many of the people within it. And then I kind of got like blinded by the stars and rainbows of it yeah. all. And and it was like something happened when legalization happened and everybody kind of went, I don't even know what the word is. It was just this uncertainty. And I'm, I'm not very good with reading people sometimes. Yeah. So I just kind of went, I need to take a step back. Sure. Um, and also because I noticed that I'm meeting all these people and we're talking about the same things over and over and I'm not really gaining any new stimulation right. and my whole point behind getting into the industry was enacting change, positive change, right. changing laws, getting people to see the difference of pharma versus cannabis. Yep. So um, I kind of like branched out a little bit and it's funny because uh, I met a boy. It's funny. All my stories start off with I met a boy. <laughs> And he, uh, he's super cute, and, um, you know, he's he's into comedy, so uh, I've kind of, like, delved into that, and the people that he normally, like, 
hangs around or performs with or, you know, his, his clique is not cannabis knowledge. Like, they're not knowledgeable when it comes to cannabis. Yeah. So, you know, here's Mary Jane off in the far corner of the parking lot smoking a joint and somebody might catch a whiff of it and come over and be like, is, is that cannabis or yeah. marijuana? Yeah. And, like, then we start a conversation and that's where I think my true passion lies is having those conversations with people that wouldn't generally yeah. even talk to people because maybe the people that they know don't consume cannabis right. and they think that every single person that smokes weed is some, you know, you're going to find them as what the, the government says in the stairwell at high school. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Who hides in the stairs anyway? Doritos, <laughs> right? But you, that's a good point, is that you don't look what they would stereotypically consider to be the stoner. Exactly. So it's easier for people to have those kinds of conversations with you. Yeah. Which is wonderful. So one by one, you're breaking <laughs> that stigma along the way, Mary Jane. One by one. Thank goodness for you for that. So um, we're happy to say you're going to be doing some stuff with us coming up. Up, some I art am. stuff. I'm so um, excited And for we're that. very, very happy to have you part of our community, part of our Kelly's Green Lounge uh, community. It's very, very nice. We feel very fortunate to have you, Mary Jean. Oh, well, thank you. Is there anything else that we should know about? Where can we find you? Uh, well, let's see. I would say the easiest way to find me is just Google me. Um, however, I will give you a word of advice. Don't believe everything you read. <laughs> um, but if you do want to Google me, just make sure that my name is spelled as such. M-A-R-I-J-A-N-E, all one word, Mary Jane, last name Baker. Easy. Yeah. Very good. And you're on social media. We can find you on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I'm on Instagram, um, Twitter. I don't really use Twitter that much, but I'm on Facebook. I am on TikTok. But not as Mary Jane, and you probably won't find me. So it's a secret. That's a, that's a secret. Secret sneaky one. Yeah. Okay. But if you do see me, I will say, if you do see me on TikTok, send me a message privately. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, there's a few select people, and I'm kind of doing, like, little prizes and Ooh! stuff. So Are you, you doing do, dances there? The TikTok dances? Uh, all sorts of things. Okay. It's, like, it's kind of like a mini vlog, but with chapters. Ooh, that's so fun. It's... it's yeah, it's interesting. All right, very good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We've been, this This has been way too long of an interview, and I know you need to smoke a joint soon. I do. Thank you, <laughs> Kelly. I love it. Thanks, Mary Jane. The only purpose of this podcast is to entertain, educate, and to inform. It is no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, we encourage you to discuss your options with a healthcare provider who specializes in medical cannabis or with a cannabis lawyer. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, and Kelly's Green Lounge has not and cannot be held responsible for guests' views. This podcast is available for private, non-commercial use only. Advertising which is incorporated into, placed in association with, or targeted towards the content of this podcast is forbidden. You may not edit, modify, or redistribute this podcast in any way.